What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 28 of the Chill Stars podcast. Uh, you've got Corey here. I'm joined by Max and Kyle, a little bit of a shorter crew as we are missing Mikey and Aaron. Uh, what we've got lined up tonight, uh, more tra- trade deadline talk. We did go over some uh, acquisitions and departures last week, but since then there's been a few more moves. So we want to talk about the winners and losers, a bit of a recap of the deadline. Uh, then we'll dive into some Canucks uh, talk the story that keeps on giving for us here at Shell Stars. And then Kyle has his exciting trivia, um, as always, uh, later in the program. So without further ado, I'm going to uh, kick it off to Max to get us started. Perfect. Thank you, Corey. Um, so where we left off last uh, episode, uh, we had quite a bit of news to go through. This time, though, not so much. Um, trade <laughs> deadline day, as... Uh, NHL and TSN were sadly, um, sadly, you know, to see. Um, there was not a lot of moves. Uh, on paper, there were, but there was a lot of uh, minor league deals. Um, there's really only a few notable ones uh, to go through here, but very anticlimactic day. I know TSN and Sportsnet had to pull all the stops, getting Bruce Boudreau uh, to come join them just for to fill the dead air, really. Um, so we'll get through some of the news now. Um, so Boston continues its great push in all in year. Uh, they add Tyler Bertuzzi, um, for first and fourth round pick. Um, so how do we feel about Boston continuing to add? Pretty good. Um, Oh, you go for it, Corey. (laughs) No, I wanted to, I wanted to kick it off to you. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think that they kept themselves ahead of the teams that they're battling with, and I think that's going to benefit them tremendously. Um, come playoff time, I think they're the best team in the league now, and they're the team to beat. Yeah, I think that's a good add. Uh, it seems like a good playoff-type uh, player to add to a to a team. Especially the versatility, just being able to bounce up and down the lineup as injuries mm-hmm. happen and as they play different teams and need different line combinations like somebody who has played first second third line minutes um mm-hmm. huge he mm-hmm. just he just seems like a boston bruin as well <laughs> he already yeah. comes with a few missing teeth um and it's one thing to note this move was really only possible because the i believe the morning of this was before deadline day this was thursday this happened they did move taylor hall to ltir so oh. immediately, I think this was their move. So they just basically added for the playoffs. So just their lineup looks insane. As if it what's, wasn't. what's the status on Hall? Oh, well, I, I don't know. LTIR uh, could be playoffs. I haven't really looked into that. But I did see that he got put on LTIR. And then like an hour later, <laughs> Bertuzzi got traded to him. So I see I heard that his injury is actually pretty, pretty uh, gruesome. I forget exactly what it, what it was, but okay. Hmm. I heard that he might not even be back for the playoffs. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes more Hopefully sense with this case, ad, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see any details on it. I'm. Hmm. Well, might not look into that too closely, but hope for the best for him. Um, last episode we were talking about the whole Gavrikov 
and uh, Corpusalo to LA. And the return package of that did involve Jonathan Quick, um, who we already noted was not too happy about going to Columbus. <laughs> uh, there was already rumors at that time about him going to Vegas, and it was indeed true. So Jonathan Quick goes to Vegas. I believe he played over the weekend and got his first win for them as well. So that would be interesting to see how he does there and possibly meet against mm-hmm. L.A. in the playoffs. That would be quite something. I don't know if you guys heard, but I heard that he didn't even report to Columbus. He told him just to trade him again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like this move. I like this move by Vegas, picking up some depth in goaltending. Uh, now, let me ask you, what's the status on Logan Thompson? <laughs> Damn, all these questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the team doctor. Um, in good reserve, I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me see here if I can... Uh, All right, yeah. Jamie, pull that up. I can pull it up. Um, looks like he's week to week, and that was, oof, like a month ago. <laughs> week, and Aiden Hill is now out with a lower and body Aiden injury Hill as well. is also out, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So and pretty... Yeah, what's wasn't, that? Wasn't there one more Vegas goalie that was injured too? Uh, Brassois, but I don't know <clears throat> if he's healthy now. They've been juggling. Oh yeah, uh, want to see how? Yeah, Aiden Hill lower body injury, Brassois lower body injury, Thompson lower body injury. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So good thing so, they got quick. <laughs> yeah, that's a good steep uh, pickup um, in goaltending for them. So uh, it's a good move from Vegas. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, he, it's not like Vegas is much better of a team than LA. So hopefully, he just doesn't cost him as many games as he did. That's a series that I would like to see. Oh, yeah! Quick redemption series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that just. Uh... Who who would you yeah. have winning that then? Uh, I don't know. Like LA I'm, now that quick like... isn't their goalie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corpus Allo, that's a good pickup. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree on the LA pick there. Mm-hmm. Vegas is just too injury filled right now. Um, yeah, so sticking in the West here, um, there was a lot of moves in the East. There's not too much that happened in the last two days of the deadline. Um, so Dallas Stars pick up from Chicago, Max Domi. Um, there was a lot of talk about if chicago were really going to be trading them but they did in the end and dallas picks up a little depth piece for their top six or pretty much can play throughout the lineup yep so a little sneaky ad there i would say yeah mm-hmm. they added a couple nhl player like decent nhl players if dadanov has a good rest of the season and domi in their top nine mm-hmm. yeah similar with like uh we're talking about bertuzzi Domi's a good uh player that can play up and down um Skill, but also kind of a crash and bang type guy. Oh damn! What a shot by Miller. Sorry, <laughs> I was just looking yeah, at that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, watching that too. Yeah, <laughs> Canucks win again. Oh boy! <laughs> Quite the rip. Can't wait for that the tenth overall pick. <laughs> yeah, that's really gonna help. They'll end up trading him too before he even cracks the lineup. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. Um. Moving on here. Speaking of Canucks, on deadline day, their 
only well they did ship out Kalinuk for future considerations that's quite the return um <laughs> all things considered they did also ship out curtis lazar to the devils uh for a fourth round pick um so just really clearing your roster spot unfortunately didn't really work out here in vancouver mm-hmm. um so not much mm-hmm. wait was lazar like i thought lazar was good on vancouver I mean, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Just never fit. Is just never really fit, really. I think he was. He was like fourth line center, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth line center, yeah. fourth line wing. Kind of never really yeah. solidified himself. Um, I mean, like if someone wants something for these guys, take it. This is like my my thought. For years left on a cheap deal for an NHL player. I thought I thought he would stick around another year. But I guess I guess the value is probably higher for him than it is the players with the oversized contracts. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he has to try and be moved. Yeah, maybe. Um, again, in the West here, uh, pretty much almost except for the first one. All these are based-ish on the West. Um, Minnesota picking up John Klingberg from the Anaheim Ducks. Um, he did not work out at all in Anaheim. That is to say the least. <laughs> Holy crap! He really bet him bet on himself in free agency last year, and lost the bet. And lost. He just cost he himself went. so much money. Unless he goes on a tear with Minnesota, but even so, this this was very very similar to Hall signing with Buffalo, because. <laughs> When Hall signed that one year with Buffalo, he oh. also had an absolute terrible year. I think he scored two goals. Yeah. And then he got he got traded, I believe, to Boston at the deadline. When, and then he when, killed and it. Then, and then they re-signed him. Yeah. So this is very very similar. Um, I, I I thought he got traded to like Phoenix or something at the deadline. No 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 from from the Devils he got traded to. Oh, Arizona. Devils to Phoenix. Yeah. yeah yeah. And then he signed in Buffalo and got traded to Boston. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. You kind of knew he was going to get dealt when he signed that one year with a bad oh, yeah. team. Just Anaheim was definitely hoping he'd uh, yeah. be worth more than what they got yeah. for him. That was just a for wasted sure. year. For sure. Poor guy. I'm pretty sure he had offers for, like, eight-year deals, and his agent told him to turn it down. <laughs> that was the rumor last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of rumors. Agent. Mm-hmm. Oh well. But yeah. Okay. So last notable trade. This this one's not really moving the needle for both of these teams. Uh but it was <laughs> quite funny to hear about. Uh Arizona and Calgary swap the Richie bros. So Brett Ritchie going to Arizona, Nick Ritchie going to Calgary as well. Stetcher goes to Calgary and Connor Mackey goes to Arizona, uh, which I did learn was the first ever trade in NHL history involving brothers like getting mm. traded for each other. Huh. Interesting to note there. Uh, good yeah. thing I didn't save that for the trivia. <laughs> yeah. I don't really... I don't have much comments on the Richie, um, the Richie brothers. I didn't um, think so. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I will... Stetcher is, you know, I liked him in Vancouver. So I'm interested to to see him in Calgary. Joins gonna join Tanev and Markstrom. So if they do manage to make the playoffs, I'll enjoy watching them. I guess. 
looking unlikely right now. Especially oh, after the yeah. trade deadline. You know, it's close enough that it's doable. They just need to win more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Safe bet. So that works. That's, that's the big... Uh, well, if they get on a, a hot streak, they, it's definitely doable. And 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 they're definitely capable of it. Like they have a lot of good players, and Markstrom could turn into a brick wall at any point in time. So, yeah, not looking like it this year. But they've been so inconsistent this year. Like yeah. as much as yeah. they are capable of doing that, they have yet to do that all year. So I feel like that's highly unlikely, especially given they didn't make any impactful trades. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think Nick Ritchie is a <laughs> rejuvenating Huberdo or any of that. <laughs> he had a six season start to the season in Arizona, but yeah, he's he's just, it's not sustainable for him to be scoring a bunch or no. he's not mm-hmm. changing the team dynamic at all. Mm-hmm. But that's how that goes. He'll fit in great with Lucic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I- yeah. I gotta say, I don't know if anybody's watching the Calgary Minnesota game last night. When Minnesota scored in overtime, and like half of the Calgary team went to the dressing room and then had to come back out when they called it offside. Oh, that was is that what happened? That's funny. That, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, yeah, because I get because um, Spurgeon kind of bobbled the puck at the at the blue line, so his body was inside, but the puck was outside and it wasn't on his stick the entire time. And then he f- passed it over to Hartman and. Uh, yeah, it was it was very very comical to to see that. Like, was that from a challenge? Uh, I think Calgary would have challenged it regardless. But I think it's one of the I think it's part of that like rule where where the the game winning goal is always reviewed. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so then, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, the, okay. so the NHL was reviewing it regardless, but Calgary definitely challenged it because what do they have to lose? Okay. Yeah. So that's about it for trade deadline. Um, if you saw on our Instagram, I made a little summary post of it. Um, there were 65 trades since the Bell Horvat one, which wow. I figured was the benchmark. That's when it really started kicking off. Uh, 13, yeah, that's when it went off. Yeah, that's when it kind of started. Uh, 13 first round picks were moved. Wow. Uh, Chicago being the busiest since July. Uh, January 31st with nine trades. Um, I'm including retention kind of trades because obviously they're take, doing something. They're getting assets. They're for doing something, yeah. Um, I'm going to save uh, the least moving team for later because I know Kyle has a word about it. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> no spoilers here. Um, if you saw the well, post, you'll know who it is. <laughs> Um, so I think we're just going to move on to a little bit of a Canucks talk. It's been a while since we thoroughly, uh, talked about them. Uh, so I'll kick it off to Corey. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Canucks. You haven't heard my voice the last few weeks cause I have missed the last couple weeks here. Um, a lot of people have been asking me about my thoughts on the Canucks and, their trade deadline moves, and specifically the Hronik um, deal. And I don't know. I've been trying to think of think of what I do think of it. Um, 
And it's kind of come down to this. I think fans have been wanting a right shot defenseman on this team for quite a few years. Canucks finally go out and get one. It costs a lot. And all fans are complaining that it costs too much. I mean, if they're going to, I mean, okay, you want a good right shot defenseman and you don't have one. Well, you're going to have to trade. Likely you're not going to get something like that from free agency. And drafting is hit or miss, and you won't know for the next five years-ish. So, kind of the cost. I mean, in terms of the deal itself, I think if you're giving up that much, the first and the second, especially the first and the second in a deep draft, which I don't like. But if you're giving up that, this guy has to be a top two defenseman on your team. So he's top four. Yeah, he has to be a top two. So he really has to perform. He's 25. He's already developed. We're not getting a developing player here. It's already developed. He might, his game might mature. Uh, he might get a, become a smarter player. But skill-wise, he's not going to become more skilled. Yeah, like um, pretty much getting his peak, like, right now. Mm-hmm. 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 From here to here for the next five years, yeah, I would say. Um, and then my thoughts is just the Canucks. I'm not sure. So once again, we're not rebuilding. We're retooling. Um I've thought a long time, well, I've thought long and hard, I would say, about, like, this team. What What is this team's potential? What are they capable of? You know, Patterson, is he the guy? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not super confident this core is the championship team. But you got them. So go minus, uh, I don't know. <laughs> go do, do what you can. I mean, yeah. the, the, the alternative, the alternative is, is, is trading PD and Hughes and, and, and everyone we have, uh, that's good. And um, rebuilding again. I think their problem is they didn't do that five years ago. Um, but you have some elite talent now. Uh, ownership has seems like it's made it clear they want to. They're not interested in again rebuilding. So we always say they should be better than they are. Uh, that's what they're gonna do. So. Um, I'm not gonna get yeah, upset uh, anymore for the direction. What's that, Kyle? Uh, no, I was just—I totally agree. Um, or Max, sorry. Yeah, no, Kyle. Um, they've pretty much locked themselves into this window now, where they have to try and win. Um, yeah. they had to retool in a way because fully rebuilding means 
well, you basically would have to get rid of PD because if you're fully rebuilding with PD on the roster, he has a contract due next summer. I don't think you're you know, like, why would he want to stay through all this through a four or five year rebuild? So unfortunately, they did have to do this, um, and this yeah. all gets chalked up to the la- what they did in the last four or five years and not rebuilding and committing to it and stockpiling yeah. these picks like PD Hughes. Demco and etc. And then right now you should be competing with that core. But now you have this half core and horrible, yeah. you know, party of players alongside them that are overpaid, you know, not efficient, and you're just going through this little mess. And now with the acquiring of Heronic, you have in a way this one year window before you have to pay Heronic and PD next summer. So next year, they're clearly going to go for the playoffs. That's that's what they're going to do. And they're going to take drastic measures in this summer to do so. They're already over the cap. We've discussed this last time. So this most likely means a buyout of OEL. This most likely means trading away Myers. Whether that means you also have to pay to get rid of them. I was going to say, if they're going to have to give it yep. a couple of the more contracts, they're going to have to give away draft picks, yep. too. So this also means you most likely have to pay if you want to get rid of Besser or Garland. Um, mm. So you're just ruin- you're getting rid of all these assets to then go with the core that mo- I don't think at all can definitely win at all. Like, their ceiling oh. is a playoff berth, first-round exit, really. Um. So that's yeah. what they've locked themselves into. So that's what they have to do. And Man. unfortunately, that's what we have to live with and go through. Pretty much. Ben kind of fucks this team, honestly. And it's, um, yeah, like all those bad, like they're so hampered by that OEL trade. <laughs> and like so many things, the Meyer signing, the Erickson signing, like it's just numerous moves that have just absolutely handicapped them and ruined them really up until this point like just yeah. short term moves really if you think about it like yes trading for OEL and we gave them the last year contracts of Beagle, mm-hmm. Roussel and Erickson whereas we could have just mm-hmm. waited one more season and all yeah. of that, that would have been 12 mil off the books but instead, yeah. we get an eight mil player for yeah. seven more years, <laughs> and you got rid of Brutal. a ninth overall pick, and you go, you also got in return Garland, who is now looking like a negative asset. Yeah, no, it's bad. That is unfortunate because they have drafted some good players. Some really yeah. special players. <laughs> so it's yeah, it sucks. Just very, very mismanaged, very poor poor management and how much of that is the owners as well. It's you gotta ask yourself, um what what were they thinking this past decade and Yeah, it all culminates now. So yeah, I mean kinda like you said, they're just kinda throwing shit at the wall right now. 
Yeah, this summer was going to be very interesting. You think of the deadline, how many rumors there was already swirling around Miller, Garland, Besser. Just wait till the summer when they're going to be like aggressive and panicking to get money off the books. It's going to be just the bad trade waiting to happen. Yeah. So, anyway. We can maybe move on to something more positive. <laughs> well, we'll talk, I'll talk about, you know, I'm still, still a Canucks fan, so I still enjoy watching the game, still here for the players. Um, you know, you know, I was at the, um, I did watch, uh, take in the Thursday night game against Minnesota Wild. Um, couple, couple notes I had was, wow, Minnesota blocks a lot of shots. <laughs> The, I don't I don't know the the specific stats on that game, but the, I would like to see the time um, on possession because Canucks had a lot of possession, but those shots either missed the net or were blocked to hit bodies. Like that was like the Minnesota of uh, <laughs> yesteryear with that uh, style of play. But um, that was a hard game to watch. I, mean, I think Canucks had probably three scoring chances the whole game. They scored one of them. Yeah, it was tough. Um, also, Canucks MVP, to me, definitely Hughes. He makes, he's on the ice out of more than any player, and he's making uh, more plays with the puck than any, any other player. I think they need him just to move the puck, just to get it out of their own zone. No one, they don't have any, I mean, half their defense is... Um, is Abbotsford players. So, I mean, t- t- that's for granted, but they cannot uh, move the puck out, make a first pass or anything with him. He's such a, a smooth skating, um, creative uh, player with the puck. Um, for me, he's definitely MVP. I think when he's not playing, it's, it's definitely uh, noticed. Patterson is also very good. He's like the, the Hughes up front. Um, it's a very creative style of, of um, driving play. Um and the Miller and, and, and Kuzmenko are also um, very noticeable out there. Was that just uh, that yeah. game you're talking about, or overall? <laughs> well, not overall, but okay. you know, when you get to, when you get to see the entire ice, you notice more. You, you notice more things, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, very very impressive to watch uh, Quinn Hughes for me. Do you agree? Oh yeah, fully. I mean, you can see <laughs> that in their playing he is at almost 30 minutes a night <laughs> the last five six games um i don't know why they're trying to burn him out because they don't need to win games but hey he's playing great yeah. with those amount of minutes he's killing penalties he's doing everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um moving on to the toronto game that was a great game beating toronto oh um, that was a great watch year. yeah um, good to see them uh, beating the Leafs um, at 4 p.m. Pacific time, which I hate. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I noticed something. Um, call me. Uh, I don't know who's a good analyst. Who's like a good sports night analyst? Elliot, call me Elliot. There you go, yeah, Friedman. <laughs> um, 
Well, Matthews blocks that. You can go back and watch the highlights on the Saturday game. Matthews blocks the shot early in the game, hits like the side of his knee, right? Mm-hmm. Those two short-handed goals can score. The first one, PD absolutely blows by Matthews. Matthews can, like, no back check from him. Posting, he's playing the, the point on that power play, or that's where he's situated, on that first two-on-one with Miller and, and PD. I think, uh, like, Matthews has got some steps on him. They're in the Canuck zone. By the time they hit the blue line, is way past, way past. He's got a few strides on Matthews. Um, and then about a minute later, when PD feeds Miller, beautiful stretch pass. That's Matthews' guy, too. Misses check as well. So, I don't know. Conspiracy? A little nagging injury here? I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that one to the least sounds. But... <laughs> Really? All about the conspiracies lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I get the Kane conspiracy theory before the deadline. Conspiracy theory? What? Yeah, you said that that uh, that TSN was paying off Chicago to hold off on the trade, so they had something to talk about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, didn't make it all the way to Friday. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up the Canucks chat here, um, but I just want to touch on the team following this Horvat trade, who uh, was my favorite Canuck. It's sad to see him go, but bringing in Tockett, um it seems like they've had a shift in culture a little bit or mentality. Like they're playing well. There's less um, negative buzz. Um, I watched. Uh, Canucks. Who did they just beat in um, in shootout? The uh, Predators. Thank you. I watched his interview after the Predators, uh, watching Patterson talk. And man, he was giving me um, big time Sedin vibes. <laughs> I mean, half of it maybe just because of the Swedish accent, but just his mannerisms <laughs> and, and everything. Um, I was taken aback. Like I think he's really matured since uh, since the rookie his rookie year there, and I I am thinking that management maybe had a conversation with him about w- what they see the future of him in the organization and potential like captaincy or more leadership. Um, he's also his play has just blown up since the Horvat trade. Um, then you look at other players like Miller seems to be playing better. Um, there's less uh, like like tension, or or at least like from the media, there's less of uh, reports of that. Um, and I think talk has brought a lot of structure that they were lacking, a lot of uh, team culture that they were yeah, lacking, like, maybe. That and just like accountability. He, I've listened to a few interviews, and he's said that a lot. And he also has this funny sayings like uh, protect the guts of the ice and whatnot. So I think it's definitely showing with the fact that the Canucks are uh, icing a half a AHL defense um, and they don't look out of place. Uh, if anything, they look better than OEL. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I've noticed yeah. that big time. You got Will Landon, 
and uh, Brisebois, who make a seventh of what he made. Like, they make under a mil, which is just so sad. That's such a bad thing to notice. Yeah. But positivity. Let's get back on that. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I've really liked how they've been playing. Um, It just seems way better it just in a weird way uh i know foot and gonjar have been working really well with mm-hmm. everyone and you know pushing for that and even Talkit has been praising you know every time he's get, been getting asked anything he, about that he always mentions uh the other two coaches um and just even statistically i test the passes um statistically they're definitely a lot better um their pk knock on wood is looking better uh they're definitely a little bit lethal with all these shorthanded goals lately um and pd miller with all the you know talk about them working not well together they sure as hell work together well shorthanded um and you you love to see it yeah yeah it's been fun yeah funny that when i like always uh the end of the year when we're trying to like lose games they just start playing better i think a lot of that also has to go to demko um yes he's come back from injury we haven't talked about him um he's come back from injury obviously had a horrible start to the year um along with the team but and then that injury which costed him i believe oof that was like eight or so weeks uh, after being delayed numerous times, and he's come back and looking much like the self he was last year during their stretch, of course, at the end of the season as well. Yeah. Uh, you can owe a lot of that game against Toronto, that win is, you know, the whole team played well, but Demko definitely played one of his best games, probably his best game all season. Yeah. Yeah, Demko's looks. Looks good. That's the Demko that we want to see. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all my points. Um, obviously, Canucks won tonight in overtime against Anaheim, so I'm not sure when they play next. Senators on Saturday? Yeah. That'll be a fun one. That'll be good. Ottawa going for their playoffs mm-hmm. so yeah they'll be hungry they'll be hungry Canucks obviously not quitting on these games as we can see so look for an entertaining game I wonder if maybe there's the absence of pressure I mean it was such a disappointing season and then you had all these you know um, Horvat trade rumors Bruce Boudreau getting fired uh, fans are disappointed because we're not going to make the playoffs now it's kind of like Okay, Boudreaux's gone. They have a new coach of the future. Horvat's gone. They're not making the playoffs. We already know that. So they're just playing. I'm wondering if that also... I think also, um, it only Mm -hmm. just happened, but the trade deadline is passed. So look, you know, Mm -hmm. Besser, Garland, all these guys that were part of rumors, in a way, they can kind of have that off their mind, at least until the offseason. But now they're a little bit more clear and they mm-hmm. can just play hockey. They're all pretty much fighting for jobs because the roster is definitely not set for next year. So they're all fighting for mm-hmm. jobs and new coach in place. Definitely looking yep. to not just blow these games off. It's 
like they said numerous times, I think during this play-by-play for this game tonight, it's like an extended um, training camp for them. Oh, it, it, especially for the the Abbotsford players and for the guys they picked up, like Kravstoff, oh, yeah. Hold Kozen. Like this is the this time to shine for these guys. It's so ev- everyone's not- on watch, apart from PD Hughes Demko. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's the Canucks. <laughs> that's the Canucks. That's all I got here. Like we can cool. definitely move on. <laughs> Let's move on, please, because I I've yeah. So sorry, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there, all quiet. <laughs> all good. I, I, I I wouldn't say that's a rant. No, no, that was a discussion. That was more of a discussion. I, I made sure to chime in because yeah. or else you'd be talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, next, we're going to talk about the winners losers of the of the deadline. Uh, we both have a couple teams put aside that uh, we'll be mentioning. Um, so Max, I'll throw it over to you first. Uh, tell us your winners and losers of the deadline. Perfect. Actually, uh, let's just start with winners. Yeah, I was going to say that's Go a lot of just me. Yeah, yes, no, definitely. Yeah. Please chime in. Um, so I'll start with my winners and pass it off to you guys after that. But, um, Mm -hmm. winners, there's a lot to choose from in my mind. Um, we're all sticking with our own picks. Like I could have definitely doubled down on someone else's picks, but I'm going to go with the first one being the New Jersey Devils. Um, I think they only made two moves, um, this whole season, um, but you look at the quality of those moves and what they gave up in return, uh, that being the Timo Meyer trade. Um, the, I remember the podcast where I had to name all the guys that were part of that trade. Oh my God, the pronunciation is insane. But uh. <laughs> um, like we mentioned, Meyer they got, um, who I think is a perfect ad for them, fits with them perfectly. Uh, exactly the type of player they want and they didn't give up any of their top prospects um you know you got the likes of Nemec Hughes uh, I know they got a few forward prospects Holtz was another one they didn't give up any of them um though I think that's an absolute win right there um I really like that and great for them so hopefully they can figure out what the heck they're gonna do with them if they're gonna sign them um I think he's going to be a great fit. Uh, as well, they got Curtis Lazar, who I think shouldn't be pushed off, you know, neglected in this trade because I think he'll be pretty effective for them. He was really good for Boston, uh, la- you know, last year. So I think different environment, he should fit in pretty well, uh, maybe as their fourth line center or winger. Um. Moving on to a second team here, I have the Washington Capitals. So a little different of a team. They, not so much of a buyer, um, more of a kind of shifting, um, in a way, retooling. You can say that for them. Um, a little different because they decided before the deadline that pretty much not their year. Not to say they won't make the playoffs or, you know, they still can, but they kind of, in a way, loaded up a little bit different, loaded a lot of picks um, and just sent out a few older pieces. Um, 
Rasmus Sandin, I think, is the highlight of their trade deadline. I think that's a steal, and I think he's going to work great for them. Super young D-man. Um, so I he'll, think he'll work really well. Yeah, I like those two picks, especially, I mean, Caps, obviously, like like they just weren't going to be up in that in that group contending for a wild card mm-hmm. spot. So it's good that they were able to get a bit younger and maybe extend, extend that window a little bit. Orlov was a good defenseman for them, but Sandin never got a chance in Toronto, so he could be maybe what Orlov was for them next year. Yeah, I mean they got and good then, a good package for our love. We got um you know first, second and third yeah. in total. I mean they also got rid of pathway but yeah. U, UFA whatever. Yeah. Um I think it's cool to note as well. You don't see at least in my mind, I could be wrong, but a lot of teams similar to Washington in a way just pulling the plug on their season kind of in a way. They're not fully selling, but they're kind of loading up for next year you don't you you'd either see them buy for mm. no reason and you know first round exit barely or miss the playoffs so it's yes. you know good on them for doing that i would say and, and i think they also extended Sonny milano a few weeks ago and yeah. nicholas obey kubel as well so yeah they're really gearing up for next year oh dylan strom got an extension too didn't he strom got one a little yeah. bit back so he clearly yeah. looking for next year in a little yeah. different Eastern Conference, this one this this year is just a yeah. bit of a mess. <laughs> and and I, and, I, and I don't think that's a bad move to look to next year too, because the top teams this year are so good, mm-hmm. but they're just mortgaging their future. Like exactly, yeah. A year or two down the road, there's not there's going to be opportunity if if Washington can stay strong. Ovi still hasn't slowed down. He's still got a couple good years left, I think. Um, kind of building towards that record and just trying to build towards a successful team as well. They're a bit weak on the left side of defense, but honestly, their top nine is still pretty solid. So, yeah. So that's my picks, uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. Let's hear yours. Um, yeah, good picks, also nice, but don't have anything to add. But uh, <laughs> I, I agree with both of your points. Um, I just want to preface that I don't like picking my winners and losers from the deadline because it, it just all of this remains to be seen. It's just all predictions, I guess. Um, you know, if if you you might not even have to make any moves, like it's, it's all just kind of future. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, I don't really love this question, but in terms of what I've seen, uh, my winner. Of the deadline, I'm going to go with uh, Toronto. I think they're a team that has to, has to, has to win around at least. I mean, really, they have a team that it's their window, so they they need to be competitive for the cup. But we're just talking about winning around at least. Um, they pick. I'm a big uh, proponent of picking up role players and um, depth players. For playoffs, um, I think if you have a good team, you don't need to shake it up too much. Like, don't fix what's not broken. Um, so I like their moves. Um, I mean, obviously, picking up Ryan O'Reilly is a, a major player, but he's not going to be on the Leafs. He's going to be more of a depth guy um, that can play here up and down, um, but he's going to be more of a depth center 
that has offensive upside, that is a good defensive-minded um, forward, and has been there, done that, not too long ago, won a Smythe, has that experience, leadership. So I really like that move. Um, they also picked up uh, Noel Achari. That's how you say it, right? Yep. Yep. Another another good piece. Um, another good depth player that's been around. So I like those moves. Um, they picked up Eric Eric Gustafson, uh, depth defenseman, and then Luke Shen from Vancouver. A great pickup for the playoffs. Uh, fan favorite for them as well. Like those are really good moves. Who they moved out? I mean, yes, moving out Sandine. Um, he was uh, a you know a full time defenseman for that team. Um, that I guess they decided to move on from. Um, but I mean, you're replacing him with guys. You don't really need to replace his points, especially picking up a guy like Luke Shen isn't there for the points. Um, and I think they don't really get rid of anyone else. Engvall, I think they traded Engvall away. Nothing really, um, nothing too major. So really just acquiring a lot of, the only, the only question is their goaltending from here on out, um, will be the goaltending. And Samson, has kind of really stood up and, uh, claim that starting job lately so that should be interesting if you can maintain that yeah yeah there's a young ash goalie that's has played well for the season i uh, just needs to perform so um yeah so i two, like it two things to note there um well one oh o'reilly did block a shot uh, against vancouver his, finger. his own shot or his own team shot yeah and he did suffer a broken finger so he will be out for four weeks. So that yeah, is see, tough, see, Cad, tough luck for them. Cadre did yeah. that and, and, and scored an overtime winner So <laughs> in, in the Stanley Cup Finals, so it's fun. But you, you know what? Their their playoff position is locked. Like, they don't oh, need yeah. to win games. Like, they're playing Tampa in, in the first round. And I think to answer our question from last week that I didn't get a chance to was if they're building their team for Tampa. No. <laughs> I don't think they should at all. They're building a playoff team, plain and simple, and that the team should be capable of beating anyone. You can maybe start preparing for Tampa, sure. Start, I don't know, strategizing for that, but no, just build a good team. And honestly, they've had a good team the last five years. They just have not had a... They just, they just can't win a game seven. <laughs> so... Really, they just gotta get out of their own head and and figure it out. So yeah, just those all. And I know Riley will be back for the playoffs, so oh, yeah. mm, no problem there. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, for sure. Second thing to note, uh, Corey. Yeah, I think yes. you obviously listened to last podcast by the sounds of it. Have you seen Pierre Engvall's neck? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No, that was a highlight of the last podcast. I laughed when you said that a moment ago, which just immediately made me think of Kyle's comment last time. His neck. He's got. He's got a long neck. He's got bro. a lot of neck. A lot of girth to it. Not a lot of girth to it. No, it's kind of a twig no? neck. But it's all. I wouldn't say it's got a. Got he's a lot like of a girth. big boy. So I figured that would have some 
Is it is it longer than uh, Myers? Well, I don't know the measurements. <laughs> See, I, I couldn't find much <laughs> on on necks. Can you oh, pull you know up what? the neck measurement? No. Can you pull that up. Uh, neck measurements. Yeah. I don't think the NHL provides that. No, this is an NFL combine. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> come on, get, do some research here. I tried. I gave up. I thought it'd be weird. Yeah. It also changed my search history. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, okay. I'm not sure what the correlation of, like, neck length and Stanley Cup winners are, uh, but that would be something to, to look up. Hmm. Yeah, totally. Because, I mean, Canucks have, you know, Myers and Petey. Those are both long necks. Petey's got a long neck, yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, so. The correlation's low, then. Yeah. That's well, maybe we just need, like, a couple more. Yeah, Angball. Oh. Well, um, right. my winners and losers, I got Bruins, obviously, we talked about the Bertuzzi trade a little bit earlier. Great guy that can... Or great, not great guy. Great player that can... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> they can uh, play first, second, third line minutes, depending what they need. Or Law of Hathaway. Good pickups there. And then a pass to extension, too. Um, for their future is awesome. And Rangers building up for this year with the uh, Kane and Tarasenko trade mostly um, as impressive they could get both of them and fit both of them underneath the cap and that should be a insane top six for them to go into the playoffs with I think that's a win for their uh, you know cap management team for being able to pull that off yeah to fit a 10 million dollar Kane and a what is it like eight million dollar Tarasenko yeah eight million dollar Tarasenko into their cap pretty good it cost them a lot of and they're obviously going to be juggling roster spots we talked about last time how they're like playing 5d now sometimes because of it yeah well exactly they're uh they're in a situation which sucks but if they can hold off to the playoffs then salary cap doesn't matter <laughs> no, we'll, we'll... Some... oh sorry Corey. Oh, I, was just, I was gonna say again it depends uh how far they go you know we'll see yeah. Obviously, they're the big ticket winners, but pending is what I say. Oh yeah, no, you're you're right. They they've proven nothing so far as a team, so mm-hmm. they definitely got to put in some work. Max, you got some losers. Oh, I got some losers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, man, uh, I think I just need to immediately start it off with the. Philadelphia Flyers. Um, wow, this uh, was not a good trade deadline for them, in my opinion. I mean, I feel like a lot of people share that opinion. Um, Chuck Fletcher was getting a lot of heat for it, as he should. Um, going into trade deadline day, the more that morning, um, of course, Tizen trying to figure out what the hell to do. They did have the biggest names left on the board, and you know, t- who was top of that list? None other than James Van Riemsdyk, pending UFA. Most NHL teams would, you know, be willing to have him. Um, why not? It's depth up front. Um, what ha- Where did he go? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> did not ever, 
end up getting moved, even with all the rumors. Um, so that's some great asset management, in my opinion. Um, he's going to now walk, I would assume, in the summer um, for nothing. There was a lot of talk about how he didn't get offered anything more than a fourth-round pick, apparently, for him. Um, but I don't know how much I believe that, or if he's just trying to cover his ass. Probably. Um, probably. Their notable moves were, you know, trading away McEwen for Brendan Lemieux. Um, and that was, a, and then a few minor trades, but that was literally it. So they're in a bit of a mess, and that was a pretty poor deadline for them, I would say. I feel like you guys yeah. would agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would agree. Max, are you going to talk or touch on the Fletcher comments? Yeah. I mean, I mentioned how he kind of publicly stating that he wasn't getting a lot for any of his players, but that's up to him to really barter that, so I don't know why he's even saying that. He also had a pretty funny quote, I believe it might have been today or yesterday, um, saying, <laughs> saying, I don't know how, I, I'd love to know the context of this, I didn't have enough time to look into it. I, but, oh. I heard it was part of like a season ticket holder kind of... Oh, oh God. <laughs> so... Thing. Basically, he says, uh, I have an app to determine fair market value on trades. <laughs> this guy's playing NHL 23 <laughs> he, on his he, phone. He probably, yeah. He's got an app with just the little bar of trade value. <laughs> during trades, if he doesn't, those bars don't equal, he doesn't do it. <laughs> Fourth round pick for, to, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Just putting them into NHL uh, GM mode and seeing yeah. what comes up. <laughs> James Van Riemsdyk for a fourth rounder? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, so, he's trying to trade like three, like six second round picks for, yeah. for like Connor McDavid or something. So, yeah, there's a lot of other moves because they're in a bit of a weird spot with their roster makeup. They're you know, near the bottom seven, I believe, in the standings, um, and t- had a very awful year. Um, Kevin Hayes was part of rumors, nothing happening there, um, and just, yeah, not a lot of movement overall, so that's definitely one of my loser picks there. Um, I also want to mention as one of my other losers uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I'm not just saying this because I'm mad that the Canucks didn't get a trade done with them. That's not just out of spite. Um, I just look at the moves they made. Um, there's a lot of lead up to their moves because we saw them slowly uh, eliminate a lot of, you know, accrue a lot of cap space. They waived um, again, eventually did trade them. Um, um, so they did eventually get up, I believe, up to six mil of cap space and then acquired Granlund. We did talk about that last episode, so you can check that out if you wanted to hear my thoughts on that. But they also acquired uh, Kulikov and Nick Benino. So they managed to get older um, in all of these trades, and I don't, I just don't see these trades doing anything for them in the playoffs. 
Um, Nick Mutino is definitely not what he was with them f- before. Uh, I did see a lot of comments, though, that Nick Bidino is, uh, I believe, 8-0 in series with the Penguins. So, hey, wow. that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's pretty damn good. <laughs> oh. But I'm not well, saying that's a win. <laughs> they're, they're, always, they're just trying to be as success, successful as they can be while they still have Crosby Malkin. I mean... So. Yeah, but okay. just, you know, Grandland for five mil, and that's not a, you know, UFA. That guy's signed for two more years after this one, so mm. you better yeah. hope he works out. <laughs> and I heard a lot about Grandland's play just steadily decli- declining the last few years, too. Like, he's just oh, not yeah. the impact player he was. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm sure Canuck will trade Buster for Grandland in the offseason. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> So those are my picks for the losers. Um, sure. Obviously, these are hard to choose, but Penguins, you never know. Benino might be 12-0 and in series wins with them, <laughs> and they'll be a winner. <laughs> yeah. But I doubt it. <laughs> Corey, you got a team? Uh, one team to compliment my... Lisa's my winners. I've chosen um, Oilers as the losers. Again, another team that has to, has to have success right now. Um, there is no other option. This is their window for them. Um, I don't think they've made great. I mean, they are a, a team that's pretty close to the cap already, but I don't think they're, um, they made moves that's going to help them in the playoffs. Um, they also got rid of a solid roster player. So I'll talk about that. So, I mean, they obviously moved Puyarvi. I think they had to. That's okay. He wasn't doing much for the Oilers right now. Don't know much about the player they got back, but Carolina's taking a, a flyer on a guy that wanted out. So, okay. Um, they, I mean, they also picked up Nick Bukestad. So he'll, he'll cover the offense. And he's a bit more of a vet than Puliarvi, so that's kind of a wash. I think that's a fine move. Um, but in terms of, they obviously picked up Ekholm and moving out Barry, also costing them a first. Uh, I don't like this move. I don't like moving. Well, okay. I like this move in the sense that they addressed a weakness, which is their defense, and they're picking up a defensive defenseman. So that was the right move, but in terms of the middle of the year going into the playoffs, moving out your top offensive defenseman, uh, I don't like it. Um, I feel like this is more of an off-season move. Um, Barry, I don't watch every Oilers game, but he's obviously their power play quarterback on the back end. He's top, I think he's like top 10 power play points, or at least top top 20 in the league on, on power play points. Like that Oilers power play has been killer all year. It's one of their best things going for them. Why, why change that up now? You know, who's, who's, you can't, there's no one to replace them. Uh, Nurse, Bouchard, at home. None of these guys are going to be Tyson Berry on the power play. Um, you, you're, you're taking a, a big minute guy on that team that, 
teammates enjoy playing with, so I've heard. And uh, so I don't like this mix up. I like bringing in Alcom. I don't like costing Barry and a first. Um, yeah, again, who knows? That's that's interesting because I I was kind of the opposite perception on that move. I I like the fact that they were focusing more on defense because I find that their top two centermen do enough for for pr- producing offense and. I think anybody could jump on that power play unit and get used to playing with those two and uh, mm-hmm. and put up the same or similar points to what Barry put up. So that's my prediction is that um, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. Oilers will be better off this year. I mean, it'll be harder for them to make it farther than they did last year because farther would be the Stanley Cup final, but I can see them, them repeating conference finals. I mean, farther uh, could be winning a game in the conference finals. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. get swept. <laughs> no, that's not farther. You either win no? a series okay. or you <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, and I think those are issues that you address in the offseason, not midseason. That's like, fair, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I, it's, I, it's trusting your players a hell of a lot yeah. to, to not get cold based off of the changes that are made. And he was a big right. locker room guy. He did have a very good relationship oh, sure. with Dreisaitl, um, yeah. specifically. So yeah, it's a it big uh, shake-up to have this, you know, at this point of the season. Yeah. And and you can, you can throw anyone, and they'll get points on that power play. But Tyson Berry is a notable power. He's been a power play guy his entire career. So you're not replacing that. Yeah, but for the but but for Bouchard's development too, I think they he, they need him to be running that top unit. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it now. <laughs> I think he is doing like, it right now. Bouchard, I believe yeah. so. I mean, they don't have anyone else. Well, I'm I'm saying okay, yeah. Since then, they've put him in. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just don't like Barry there. Yeah. I just don't like this move. Like, okay, you're not going to... Re- it was very, very... His contract was up, right? No, nope. no, he, he had a couple of years left. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I still don't like it. <laughs> uh, I still don't like it. Not not at, the, at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, okay, we'll see. I mean, I think they, they probably did improve their team for the playoffs, but I think they should have just... I think they would have been fine picking up a 10. And key, uh, instead of uh, subbing Barry for Eckholm or something of that caliber. Yeah. Um, I got a couple teams I perceive yeah. as losers too. Um, yeah. Avalanche, unfortunately, didn't didn't acquire a middle six forward like I thought they would. They they got Eller. Who's going to be your fourth line? Yeah, fourth line center, and then Johnson, who's like an extra defenseman, which is just just not it. Especially when they traded somebody better than Johnson for Johnson, um, um, that sucks. So, like a bold move, bold move, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Panthers made zero moves this off season when they're fighting for a wild card spot. Obviously, they don't have the assets because they went all in last year, but. It's mm. it, it's tough to to justify them still making no moves, um, when they just haven't been 
nearly as good a team as they were last year. Obviously, they made big trades in the offseason. That really affects affects how they're going to do this year, but I thought they would have tried to make a move. Somebody like Van Riemsdyk would have been great, although I don't know if they'd have the cap space for him. So. No, that's what I was going to just say here, is they currently only have 1.8 mil of cap space, and like you mentioned, uh, they have no assets to trade. So, if anything, it would have probably been hockey a hockey trade. Um, yeah. There was some kind of rumors about Sam Bennett or um, Reinhardt. So, a bit of money off the books, money in. Yeah. So, But clearly, they decided to stick with it. Which um, is smart after the mistakes they made last year. So... <laughs> so yeah. They might it, doesn't look like they well they still could make playoffs. It's a bit that's quite the wild card race they have going. Um, but if they do miss, keep note that they don't have their first round pick. <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing yeah. that up. <laughs> that's why rentals are a risk. That that was for Giroux, right? That was the Sherrod no, one. For Sherrod. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Who basically oh. drug Moritz Sider through the mud the first half of the year, and then they put him on a different line, oh. and all of a sudden Moritz Sider's playing like he was last year. So, oh yeah, my God. <laughs> literally the worst partner Sider could have had, and Florida traded a first round pick for him last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just now, Panthers and Calgary are like almost parallels. They didn't do anything at the deadline. They're in the same position in their conferences. Both disappointing. Odd. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's about all I got. Do you guys have anything else to add? I had, uh, I just had a quick mention for my previous uh, note on the Oilers that I just forgot to mention. They did have a positive um, getting Nashville to retain 4% of Ekholm's <laughs> Salary, so I just want to say uh, amazing negotiation tactics um, from the Oilers, and so maybe I, maybe I owe them a little bit, uh, a little bit of a break there. So they're a winner now, is that it? Yeah, because they're only paying ninety six percent of that home contract. So I, I forgot about that point. So yeah, I'm it's sorry. A deal breaker. Yeah, that really actually flipped the whole deal. Yeah. Stop the recording. We got to start over. <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we jump into trivia? Oh, boy. Let's do that. Made these for you, Corey, so you better get them. Ooh, okay. I like it. Second one will be, yeah, more up your, your alley. I think the first one, Max, even has a chance. No offense, Max. Okay. Well, thanks. Um, first off, we'll go over the Trivia Tuesday from, was it yesterday? It would be, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. Um, this one stumped me a little bit. I think I, I made it pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. Um, the answer for it was Chris Draper traded for a dollar and went on to win a couple cups, so. Four. Four cups. cups. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get that. That's, uh, I didn't know and that. Then, yeah, I didn't get it either. That was. I don't know why I thought more okay. people would note that. I purely did him because I googled um, crazy NHL player facts or something like that, and the one it's, of the ones. It was just a website of like. It was also topical with the trade deadline just happening too. You know that is true. I didn't think about it that way, but 
yeah. uh, I mostly did it because he was indeed traded for a dollar. So that was quite funny to read about. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to read about it was quite funny because there was a lot of debate over whether it was an American or Canadian dollar. <laughs> it was not disclosed. <laughs> it was a loony. Maybe. <laughs> 78 cents American. okay shall we jump into it yep perfect okay first one max you got a chance on this one so listen up hit number one this player is the highest scoring defenseman on a team newly with no captain when it oh recently they don't have a cap a current captain yep they're the highest scoring defenseman on that team. Yeah. Of all, can I clarify Wait. if it's all time or this season? For this season. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I have a idea. No names. No I got mean, it. I don't think it's a got it because I could be this guy. I don't okay. know if it is though. Corey. I think so. I, maybe I'm thinking of who Max was thinking of. I'm not Se- sure. Second hint? Yeah, oh, okay. He was drafted in the second round of the 2010 draft by the Hurricanes. Oh, okay. I think mine's oh. good. You got an actual got it then? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure this guy was drafted by the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a got it. Corey? Not sure. I have one idea. Okay. But not not too sure. He was an all-star in the 2015, 16, and 17 seasons. Ooh. <laughs> oh, really? I think, yeah. No, I think mine's good. You're confident? Okay. I think so. I can picture him in the all-star game. <laughs> oh! Wait, no. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Do you want the last hint? Yeah. He was traded from the the Hurricanes at the beginning of the 2019 season and immediately signed a seven-year extension with this Central Division team. Or with his Central Division team, sorry. Mm -hmm. What? No, I'm I'm not getting that. (laughs) Max got it? Yeah. Should I, should I say it? Yeah, who you got? No, 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 I'll, get, I'll get it. Corey's okay, so get close, it. I can tell. Uh, what? The first Max. is oh. really got me to, to, to it. So. He's on a team with no, with no captain. Newly with no captain. Mm-hmm. In the central? In the central. Do you know the team? No, you're not. You know, it's not Chicago, right? It's not Chicago. Oh, it's probably St. Louis. It's probably Krug. Yeah. Uh, is, is it Krug? Your guess is Krug. Max, who do you got? It is. I, it has to be this guy. It's Justin Falk. It is Justin oh, Falk. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Carolina. Oh, good one. Yeah, no, I was off. I was thinking Seattle. And... Good one. 
thankfully, right when you said the recently no captain, I was like, O'Reilly oh, uh, the captain. That one, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, Carolina, yeah, I can. And then All-Star game, yeah, I kind of can picture him at it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't um, know he did three years. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Now I, he's leading the team, I got Because I think it was when Carolina kind of sucked and he was the only, like, yeah. okay player on the team. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good one. Yeah, thank you. Um, good job. Now we're going with the older. Max felt disrespected when you said he might have a chance. I was at. Nah. Well, it was well, even before you got on. I was amping him up. I was. I was. <laughs> I was telling him he he had a chance and he was going to get this one. So I, yeah, put, I, no. I put my full focus into that one because I know this one. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one. Now I'm gonna Max. just take a sit. Yes, like Max, that. I'd be I'd be impressed if you got this one. <laughs> oh damn. Okay, Corey, ready? Yeah. Not Team me. Number one. <laughs> you already said you were ready. Okay. <laughs> Hint number one: This player was drafted third overall in the 1997 draft by the LA Kings. Hint number two. Uh, one sec. How do you undo? Is it control U? Zed. Zed. Thank you. Um, hint number two. He was a part of the trade that sent over... Or, sorry. He was a part of the trade that sent overrated goalie Roberto Luongo to the Florida Panthers from the <laughs> Islanders on June 24th, 2000. Uh, nice. okay. <laughs> you got an inkling, Corey? No? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Third hint. This centerman would go on to play for 10 teams over 17 seasons. Holy crap. Centerman. Centerman. 10 mm. teams over 17 seasons. Um... Traded or traded in the trade that sent Luongo to Florida. Oh, sent Luongo to Florida from to New Florida York, New York from the Islanders. Oh, okay. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hint number four for the fans in the back. Um, <laughs> This Finn sits third all-time yeah. scoring list for the Panthers franchise yeah. with 419 points over seventeen or over seven seasons from 2000 to 2008. And lastly, he captained Florida from 2003 to 2008 and later wore the A in Calgary in 2011 and 12. And then with the Jets in 12 to 14. Who you got, Corey? I feel like I have a guess, but... Oh, Max. Well, Max has a guess, too. I feel like it okay, might be a hey, stupid hey, actually, guess. Max, what's your guess? Oh, no. I don't want to be... It's going to be a Max Monday, but is it Ole Okanen? Yeah, that's Ooh. it. That is it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the last hint was the only thing I got it off of. <laughs> Based on the Calgary and Jets? Uh, the captain for Florida. Captain for Florida, like Third yeah. in points or something like that. Yeah, third in all-time points. Only, I remember only Huberdeau and Barkov. Like, recently Barkov passed them. them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It is. 
absolutely mind-bending that Islanders gave uh, Jokinen and Luongo to Florida <laughs> <laughs> for pretty much nothing. Well, because Jokinen was a high pick and Luongo was a high pick too. Right. Like, that's insane. I didn't, I didn't, I, well, maybe I had forgotten, but I, I didn't know he was drafted by L.A. Yeah, he was drafted by L.A. He was traded to the Islanders for Zygmunt Palfi and a bunch um, of stuff. And then what Islanders name? traded him for, yeah, Mark Parrish. Yeah, they traded him to Arizona, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they ended up trading him to Arizona for Ballard, Nick Boynton, yeah. and the pick that would become Jared Stahl. Yeah, he was good. He was, I mean, he was the face of, him and Luongo were the face of the Panthers for the early 2000s. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, like, like he was always like a really good second line center, but mm-hmm. but not a first line center like he he was supposed to be. But he was. He had, yeah, he had a few good years, a few eighty points, uh, eighty point years on the Panthers, I believe. Seventy, eighty, I think. And uh, what I remember about him is he had always like kind of rocked that like buzz cut, and then. When he went to like Flames and I think the Jets, oh, he was doing he, the, yeah. the mullet oh. with the with the yeah, he had this like blonde European flow out of nowhere, <laughs> but still like, okay. balding like like hairline <laughs> <was eating. laughs> Yeah, it was like line A, but yeah, like balding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He he bounced his last like five years. He was bouncing around, played for like half the Canadian team. Yeah, maybe just. Calgary and Winnipeg, but yeah, Toronto. Yeah. I think he played for Toronto. Played for Toronto for oh, it only looks like six games. I don't know what happened there. Six, jeez. Looks like would it be a trade? Yeah, he was traded to Toronto for Cody Franzen. Oh yeah, the okay, Cody Franzen and Mike Santarelli, and then uh, two weeks later, he was traded to St. Louis. Nice. Yeah. So that's that. That's all I got. Nice. That was a good trivia there. Um, you just saying that because you got one. Okay. <laughs> it's always a good one. I don't usually get it, so that was a bonus. That's a bonus. Um. So that's pretty much it for this episode. Uh, obviously went longer than usual. At this point, I feel like our benchmark is this time, anyways. Um, hour 15 that's pretty much what it usually is so I should might as well just set my mind to that from the start um, so we got another fan question for you guys we'll, that will be on our uh, social media pages um, so we're going to ask you what teams had the best deadline uh, I'd love to hear your winners and losers even um, there's a lot to choose from I'd love to hear opinions on the teams that we did not mention um as well, the previous question that we had for you guys was, are the Canucks going for the playoffs next year? Um, to that, Kyle so funnily lulled us. As well as earlier in this podcast when I mentioned it, that they are going in my mind. Uh, he did actually laugh. I did hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even realize I laughed till afterwards. I was like, oh, that's that's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, well, that's you know pretty much what I think as well. Um, so that's pretty much it, uh, Kyle. Since Aaron's not here, you're in charge of outro duties. Wait, what? Oh, I thought that was you, brother. Okay, I'll take it ah. off. Though. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode. I hope that we kept you entertained for the past hour and a half. And uh, happy International International Women's Day. Yep. That's yeah, thing. hell yeah. So, if you happen uh, to listen to this If you happen to listen hour. to the very end of this. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out regardless. Yep. Shout out regardless. Um, yeah, and we hope to see you next time.